This is CliffCentral.com. What time does this thing start, Eric? <laughs> Just now, man. <laughs> Where is Eric? You on? He's on a cruise. Oh, you know, it is. That's fine. But you sound good. I know. I sound amazing. Welcome to the Just Now Comedy Podcast, Friday the 7th of November. Yeah. Guest today. Who's our guest? It is I. Oh, that's cool. What number are you? I am... Yeah, we didn't well, I'm hearing one. myself in my head, so... That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's on a boat. Is he on a boat? So he actually said, I'm on a boat. Who's he with? What? He's on MSC, obviously. It must be... It's oh, not, oh, it's, yeah, it's it's not the, with Carvin. Or is um, it his family? Yeah. You went to the kids. Oh, wow. Amazing. So he's going to sit there the whole time going, listen, I'm going to do five. How do you know that? Because I follow him on Instagram. We're friends, bro. Oh. oh, so it's Instastalker. It's just got okay. weird now. Instastalker. <laughs> well, look, it used to be Stalkbook, and then that one fell out of favor. Now it's Instastalker. Yeah. Do you think he's gone with his family? No, he 100% has gone with his family. So he, it's not one of those... It's not his like, um, brother looks exactly like him. Exactly like him. So maybe he just took well, his brother. <laughs> that may be a oh, good so thing. so it's not one of those rock the boat uh, oh, tools. So is this one of those things where if Eric's ever at a gig and he's like dying on his ass, can we say that maybe it was his brother mm. doing the He does do that. I it's see. His, it's his... Um, Back. That was my brother. Uh, yes, he's on <laughs> some big ass boat with his family. Okay, so he's not doing comedy on the boat because I, I know so. Carvin Gold's Carvin's on. Uh, I think actually yeah, now he's you. on. He's um, on this not symphony. He's on classical or something. Yeah, because also I saw the no wins the Oship one. I think it's in pop ups. Oship's Oship's cool because it's it is a party thing. Yeah, it's, it's a comedy. Party show. Those on difficult on ones are when it's the normal crew. Yeah, mm. like and you're the comedian. I did that. <laughs> did you do Marsh. that? I did that gig in March. You See, remember? So you have the, the crowd oh, is just weird. Oh, no, dude, this was a ship going from Australia to London and and came past this. It was British and Australian expats. Well, Australians and British expats, yeah. uh, average age between seventy and eighty. Oh shit! So yeah, that's was, my crowd. That's what, my what, crowd. I, what I loved is that the Ukrainian crew loved me, and the other show performers loved me, and the sixty South Africans on the ship loved me. Apparently, the one critique I kept getting was. Got a very strong accent. Oh, I was like, no, madam, that's how you, we speak. you have not heard yeah, a, a strong, strong accent. accent. Watch District Nine, and you will hear a strong accent. But yeah, but it's also accents are, 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 are also like, um, like it's it's mm. a thing because wherever you go, like I don't, th- and obviously no, I have an accent, yes. but like you can hear me because you. Yes, we're to familiar. It. We're, but we're the moment you move out, like if I go to PE. You know, I can't you don't, you know how you don't get understood properly. You will, your words will not be understood if you go overseas. There's a, you'll start speaking, and if they skip one word, yeah. the whole sentence doesn't make sense. Yeah, then they, you lose them. And you have to start your pace. But on the cruise, it's, it's hectic because those people are oh, they're over. Oh uh, yeah, they're over a certain age, and they like certain things. And, and like I mean, well, it was weird. It was the first time I'd ever done. It was I ended up doing like. Who else was on with you? Uh, no, it was just me. I did three hours over th- <laughs> over two nights. And they've got like this weird room um, where they're, now we're going to so go see just, comedy. It was very, very nice. It was like a, a performance room, a show bar. But oh. the thing is, you, I'm on a ship and I've only had 16 hours to adjust. So it was the only time I'd ever done sit-down comedy. I sat down <laughs> on a bar stool the whole time because I was tired of falling all over the stage. And it was weird just sitting wobbly. There. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 and you feel like a doist because it's yeah. like being the only drunk was, person at the party. That was me on the MSC because I, like, I, I get travel, that, but I don't, yes. I act like it doesn't happen, right? Like, oh. even in cars, I get, I start feeling nauseous after a while, or whatever. But when I was performing, so I was mm. hosting Did the you comedy. drive with us to Clarence? Yeah. Mm. I was not in the back. Really? <laughs> oh, but you wow. gotta keep that against the rep. Yeah. You should have stuck, you should have swapped with Martin. Yeah, I always drink a liter cranberry juice. <laughs> just, just trying to hold Does myself that together. Work? No, just just try to keep us oh, okay, occupied. Cool. But anyway, yeah. to, so on the MSC, I was hosting the show, 
But we hit like heavy, heavy, rough mm. waters. Like they closed the decks and the water was literally oh, flying onto the deck. Holy crap. It's high. It's high for is us. Oh, ship or what is that? It's oh, ship. Is it? Um, so we canceled the, the show in the afternoon, the matinee show, because everyone goes to the island and then okay. they have to come back, get off the boats, shower, mm. I guess, and then come down to okay. the theater. So we said, let's not do the day. Let's stall and do it later to yeah. the evening. And then the, this, this roughness came and then, yes, I couldn't. <laughs> I was throwing up. So I was going on stage, the introducing the ex. And as soon as I, I'm like very calm and I got, my face looks normal. Everything's great. It's great. Like a normal show. As soon as I get behind that curtain, I grab the bucket, I throw up and I just sit there looking in the bucket for like 20 minutes. And then as soon as like deep fried man's finished, I'm drinking water and I come walking out. Yeah, that's deep fried man, everybody. And do some Microphone, more microphone mm, and, that, hey? and that right there is how you comedy. That is, that is what call it is. They call a it a comic. Doc, Dr. Showbiz or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the stage doctor. No, you, I like you, that. When the lights go on, you'll come out there. Hey, good evening. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> yeah. welcome. And then you go back. Diarrhea is gone. gone. AIDS gone. No, that's the thing. AIDS. Adrenaline. I actually want to put like that. Like we can cure all the world's diseases by you having a massive five minutes. But, that, yeah. but that's the thing though. It's there's people well, who do, enjoy you go, it. You go to the doctor. They'll say, I'm in theater from five to seven. Yeah. Is that what they do? That's what they're Is that what I always feel like crap afterwards? They're How often do you go to hospital? Material. I think I've been there four times in my life. They had right. me in stitches though, one doctor. Eh? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Roll on the drums, crash on the hi hat. Never let Alfred hear that shit, bro. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> or Movada. What am I missing? My friend sent me a, like a video. He goes, These guys are so funny. It's Movada and Jim Atkins doing an interview with the SARS ladies. So oh, they're yeah. They've taken their her words, her words and then they've added their words. So I said to him, Don't ever send me that again, please. Yeah. <laughs> It's official. No, it's the, I get that a lot. Though. I mean, we I run that. So there's a, a group on Facebook, the South African Stand Up Comedy. Group. Oh yeah, yeah. I left and that shit like in '82. Okay. <laughs> Odd considering Facebook didn't exist in, yet. In, I left it in 1951. What, what exactly? So are you sure you, this was it, this was not Facebook yet in '82. That was that, that was just the library. There's a bunch maybe. of people standing <laughs> so around. <laughs> book. So what is the group? No, it's South African Stand Up Comedy, and the whole premise yeah. of it is if you've got a gig to punt, if you've got yeah. um, anything stand up comedy related, yeah. put it up. More Punt it. Don't rent. And there's this one dude. No I, I, he's just this random dude. I don't know where he's from, but he keeps posting this Lock. thing to the group where he does 15 minutes of stand up, but he's <laughs> standing in a studio. It's just him, and he's dubbed in canned laughter. It's Mum Z. No, no, no. He's some colored but I keep is forgetting it funny? his name. I managed to sit through maybe 45 seconds. When I started hearing the canned laughter, I was like, oh, no, delete. But it is weird because he's he's very determined. I've never done oh, that. Clearly, Mumsy does clear. a does a thing like that for his. Um, so he does a tour. It's actually a dope tour that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Mumsy, he, yeah, he does like a single. He does like he's, I think he's got like Hennessy or something. So he does like with Joburg, Pretoria, one night, one room type of thing, and it's it's dope. People pay like five hundred and a ticket. Good lord! Um, and you get like a meal, a drink, whatever. Okay. It's, it's, it's a nice thing. Um, but his marketing is exactly that. He's standing in obviously a green screen vibe, mm. so it looks like a stage. And he's like, oh, start wow. doing a gag, but he doesn't do the punchline. Then he's like, so you're the end of that joke. Uh, that's, <laughs> quite yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so hang on. But the, <laughs> so you've done the boat. You've yeah. done a ship. With done who ocean. else is on? You've done it. Under Myself, different man, and Mojak Lechoko, and also um, Lichle was with us. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, who books that? Is it still? Uh, well, I went, well, it was Comedy Central because I, okay. I went directly after the Rose Battle, so I guess it was ah, okay. kind of... And so it how many used to be, what's his name? Um, Fresh, Fresh was there because oh. Fresh was, 
was also was fresh, and euph- fresh and euphonic. Yeah, because Fresh was a judge at the Rose Battle as well. Oh, wow. So okay. it's just so happened that we became friends and then we saw each other on the ship. I call him Tato now. Um, <laughs> so that is his real name. For those yeah. of you who never knew what DJ Fresh's real name was. That's new information to me. Because yeah. <laughs> here's what you, what you were saying now. There's this thing called, there's a box office recording that they've done, which is White Christmas, which is Game Beat and Pam. Robbie. Robbie and someone else. Skulk. 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 So they've done the thing. But it's quite interesting how the, the company that's doing it has asked for your, for the material from the comedian. So they phoned myself, they phoned Nina, they phoned Kate. Are oh, you also on White Christmas? And Laz. No, it's the next one. It's Valentine's oh. Day. And they phoned and said, oh, can I have your that, material? Yeah. So I'm like, what do you mean, can you have my material? They like, want to review it. Yeah. Review it. So how, in what format? Must I record it? I do the whole show somewhere at, at Kitchener's or something? Must I send it to you in writing form? Yeah. It's not going to be that funny. Have you ever yeah. seen my? Sh- have you ever seen me before? Yeah. That, that should be in yeah. so Why am I being invited for that? This? Happened to him. It happened to Lewis Black when he was asked to do the White House Correspondents' mm-hmm. Dinner, and his first words were, "Have all the other comedians dined?" Yeah. Why? Why am I? Well, doing have you this? seen my act? <laughs> what are you thinking? And the guy said, oh, "I'm sure it'll be fine." So he had to do his material over the phone to this guy, and oh. the only the only like word that they had an the issue night? with was nipple. Okay. And he says, "Does the president not, not have the not, Does Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Bush not? Is there something? Oh, she definitely got nipples. <laughs> yeah. I saw an interview with Obama where he said something about um, that was just obviously from hanging around, you know, myself and 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 Trump hanging around in Kenya as bo- as young boys. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, you know, me and Trump when we were in Kenya. Did you guys see that video this week of Trump abusing all the?" Um, Reporters. I saw that. Oh, One yeah. guy specifically, God, they, actually, they actually banned that guy now. Yeah, that CNN guy. Yeah, it's, it's but they hit him with the back with a backward one because they said he assaulted the lady. Did you see the? Video no, I didn't it? see the thing of that. I, I saw um, Trump interacting with people, but I didn't see any. Oh, so they said to him, the reason why you banned is because you you because of the lady that the came lady. to take the mic out of his hand. Did you see okay, it? So oh, he, this is hardly assault. So from the lady came man. over because she was like, no, and then the guy's like, and Trump was saying to me. You And he was like, no, but I, don't, I just want to ask one. And then, and then the lady came over yeah. and he said, sorry, ma'am. And he yeah. jerked yeah. the mic away before she could take it. Yeah, and she yeah. just sat down. Yeah. Then I have she, seen she it. She kind of crouched in front of him. Yeah, yeah, but it's, no, it's, a bit, it's a bit rich from Trump talking about assaulting yeah, assault, women. Yeah. Last time I checked, you know, that reporter didn't pay to but bang a porn was, star. I think yeah. that was the only way to, to kind of... Yeah. Get rid of him, you know what I mean? Because yeah, he's in mind. your face. I mean, this jackass has just fired Jeff Sessions. Just answering yeah. questions. Yeah, it's answering the question. That'll be. Uh, I love it. He so says I don't, know how to, I don't know how to give them my material. It's um, either just write it out in full. But I also know for, for a fact when I'm on stage Nobody and, is, and I look in their eyes and this material is not working, I'll yeah. adapt. To yeah. whatever you, the hell you will. change material mm-hmm. whether it's working or not. This uh, also change my material stage. <laughs> but they probably they just want to see it. what you're talking about, not like rape. Or There's a hundred percent chance I'm not going to talk about rape. Well, they don't There's know also a hundred percent chance that I'm going to change my material as soon as I walk on stage. <laughs> if I walk control. on with my right foot, that's the material you're getting. <laughs> if I walk on, if you go both. If I walk on and I see a light, a moth, a pogo stick. I'm, I'm ADD. I can't send them the material. If I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, dude, it's literally it's them trying to cover their ass and. So, but I've never, you know what, I've never, never this, had to send, do that. Send him the script uh, for like a movie like Ghost or something. Like the whole script. <laughs> <laughs> and then Swayze. <laughs> including the soundtrack. Just, yeah. It says, to this be, is what I'm going to do. To be read that, over that, this. That that that's a technical writer. I need a jib. That's dope. Four that, that's cameras. Go football. I need to Goldberg comp- yeah. costume. You need to play um, um, uh, Thunderstruck from two minutes and 22 <laughs> seconds in. Yeah. And then and I need an Iron stage. Man suit. You need a blue light. Yeah. You, need, you need an Iron Man suit. That's you need a midget on a chair. 
Excellent. Midget on a chair. That's and I need Vittorio sitting next to the midget to give it perspective. <laughs> and, and, Eric's, and Eric's head through <laughs> a hole in the wall. One of you sitting really far away. One <laughs> yes. close. It's my father Ted joke. It's like a, I don't want Eric's head through the hole in the wall. No, in the curtain to say, that's funny. That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of cool. Done. Why don't they just listen to the podcast? I'm in. There yeah. you go. Cool. The, the, the whole main idea of this. Have you got comedy news? The Ryan Holiday. No, I got no comedy. <laughs> I find it strange that Eric doesn't have comedy news, and yet his Instagram is living the, yeah. he's living his best comedy life. Yeah, he went to PE. He's on a boat. He sat next to AB De Villiers. That's at, comedy on the Dead Nickel shows, and I was like, "Can you ask him some questions? Does he does he dig comedy? Nothing, nothing." So Eric's the only guy who's got news, and he fucking doesn't okay. want to tell you. When when was he on Dead Nickel? Because I saw Titi. I think he does the, he does the warm up. Oh, okay, no, yeah, no, they don't. They have they. they okay, yeah, they change the warm up because he, he had a picture of his feet. AB Devil is sitting next to me. Then he had this weird selfie where he's sitting like this, and AB's kind of photobombing his own selfie. And we're like, just ask the Oak. You there backstage? Is not a problem. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's it's the thing. I mean, that if the, the, the being famous is extremely lonely. From from what I've Victoria. from what of the Victoria. interviews I've read. Oh please, I'm not lonely <laughs> because I'm not famous. What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, just being famous is extremely lonely. Victoria I mean, isn't actually a guest. He's just he was standing outside. Yeah, and he said, "All right, come help. inside. We'll, we'll lull for money." Um, that's that's right. No, Ad, Adam Hills. Adam Hills is an Aussie comic. He said he was on. He did the Royal Variety performance, and Lady Gaga was part of the thing, and she was standing next to him. He says, he says no, "I'm a friendly Australian guy." So I go, he says, "Hi, I'm Adam." She goes, "I'm Gaga." And it's a, we, had, we had this lovely conversation, and you get the feeling that these people just really Once anyone nobody, to talk to nobody knows how to approach them. The, the other yeah. opposite side of that is having when you're talking to, if you are somewhere and mm. you're with a famous person, yes. and the way that people just feel they can come into that space immediately, oh you know, yeah, and take a selfie because if, if I'm sitting next to like a sports star or something, and they don't recognize me. Then they give me the camera, mm. and then I take a picture of that person with Graham Smith or whatever. Yeah. Then while they're looking at the camera in their own selfie, they go. But I know that guy as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm just a f- yeah. man. And I always take a shit photo. Like I put too much space above. I cut their feet off. Like no, no. I take a photo. I put the phone in my pants and I take a photo. Julia Wilson used to back. say to me is that one night at, at uh, clubs in Australia. At one point, they were running the, this internal competition among the comics to see who could get and you as well. So many times, like somebody will come up and congratulate an act, yeah. and your yeah, job is to stand there. as close to that act as possible. As you go, and you as well. And says, I got five. I've seen, I've seen that at Parker's. They don't uh, recognize geez. the other guy was on stage. Like, oh, you're really good, you're really good. And the guy sort of creeps in. It's like, and then they go, you also good. I like yeah. you. <laughs> For me, it's weird. I try, to, I try to get away, though. Like, yeah. you know, when I come to Dave, like, Dave, fuck, yuck, you're amazing. I just, like, slide away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, that's uh, one of the reasons someone said, why don't you hang around afterwards at the comedy? I'm like, some nights, you, you really want to just go. Some, yeah. yeah, but sometimes you need, like, the, the affirmation. <laughs> you, you, you hang around at the bar? Yeah. Did you guys see me? Come see how good I was. <laughs> I just, uh, uh, there are nights where I have to stick around because I'm waiting for something. I have to speak to Joe or something. And then, the twat that was the biggest pain in the ass the whole night comes they're to the you. ones who always oh, it's a great night yeah, did you like what I did I, hel- I helped the show oh is that oh I love it when it's, if, if I had a gun right now I don't mind the what they don't know is Victoria does how he can yeah. manufacture a gun just some stuff lying around at the bar yeah. no no, no I can't manufacture I just think I need to buy a 3D printer then I can print <laughs> a 3D <laughs> because you know, there's, there's it earlier this year that that law got passed Ryan, that said it's not illegal to do that oh for reals Ryan, yeah. you know, I went to the 3D printer head office and at the top <laughs> it says don't sell one of these to Victoria that's what it says yeah, on it's the, the on one the, credo it's the only one rule to sell it, it to comes me across, I'll just buy it it comes across yeah, as buy as some, <laughs> from someone who bought it it comes across on a ticket tape do not sell this to Victoria Leonardi 
He will make. He will print again. <laughs> I would actually want to put that in like just random workshops around Joburg. Do not sell this to Vittorio. And just have become this You'll weird so legend. You'll get so Googled. You'll get so Googled, yeah. Who is this Vittorio guy? It sounds very dangerous. Are you Googling? Very dangerous. But like shit oh, yeah, like wait, broom, broom, broom factories. <laughs> yeah, what does he do with the brooms? Random like rubber boots. and <laughs> What does he do with the brooms? <laughs> okay, that was an obvious one. I know what he does with the brooms. But rubber boots? Rubber boots. Um, it's and lime. for blood splatter. <laughs> rubber, and they're suits. You've got to wear the full lacquer suit. No, not necessarily. Because you do get DNA on Let's look about the books. We have have books. Let's look about the books. All right. So what we got this week on the podcast is we got kind of intelligence, intelligentsia of Mm -hmm. comedy. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Look, you are the most. I think the most well-read, but your your subject matter isn't. Normal. Mm. No. It's so the, what have you? So what we're going to do? Book. Um, we're going to do uh, Oprah's book club on the on the, just now. Do we have a music? Yeah, we do. Do we have a music? We have a music. <laughs> Did just someone a, bring the music? <laughs> no, no, just a music. <laughs> like I like a porn cowbell. <laughs> yeah, just the one. Wait, this is the music. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Now Comedy Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Book club. Book club. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where we read to achieve. We read. We read to each other. We read books. Victoria, what have you got? Uh, what is this? Uh, let's see. I've brought um, basically the abridged version of Spike Milligan's first book of his war memoirs. Uh, it's Adolf Hitler, My Partner's Downfall. And okay. So uh, what, is, uh, what is that called? Uh, it's uh, Adolf Hitler, My Partner's Downfall was one of the five books that he wrote for his war memoirs. It's basically everything from when he was drafted into the Second army World during war. the, f- to in the Second World, World War. Okay. So, yeah, Second World War and then all the way through till... He finally left the military, joined the the pool of artists to entertain people after the war, okay. and then went back to England, and that what developed into the Goon Show. Sure. So yeah, it's just what, what's interesting is that when you read these books, I mean, he I got the audio books because it's just easier for me to consume, and he reads all of them, so the humor is better. And if you ever get an audio book from a comedian uh, yeah, of, the of their life, it. if they're reading it, the it shit is. makes more sense because the timing is there. That's yeah. it. I and wish I could tell that to those people who want my material. <laughs> question, Richly, do you know who Spike Mulligan is? Because these guys were Spike talking Milligan. about Milligan. Milligan. And I had no idea who this Spike, guy was. Um, Milligan. Okay. I do know who Spike Milligan is. And I know of the Goon Show and that stuff, but I don't know his, like his story. I didn't the know way, his The way story. that it ended up working is that Spike went off to war, got shell shock. The person who came back from the war was not the same person. He was always this extremely funny, very left of center person. Yeah. But his humor was completely out of, out of sync with the time that he was in. He would find like-minded people. And that, that from there they started, when they were bored, they started writing reams of this oddball stuff that was the earliest echoes of the Goon Show. And from the Goon Show, you go to Q5, which was his sketch show, which then Monty Python. And then the BBC also, yeah, the BBC had, yeah. he had his own special. This yeah. guy, there's no one in this country or in, I, don't, I think maybe overseas there are a few. There's no mm. one that, that comes close to what that man's mind does. Yeah. So if you do ever have any Spike Milligan stuff, and awesome. also the Goon Show, just go on YouTube well, and check. Yeah, no, this is all a, new so information. So it's a sketch show on radio. Oh, Peter shit. Sellers. Yeah. Malcolm, uh, That's uh, Malcolm, Harry Seacombe and Spike Milligan. I mean, oh, listen, we should give crazy. it a go. Can we do well, sketches give you, like that? Should we try? To give you an idea. No, obviously not today. I've never heard it. This is the opening line of the book. This is how it all started. September the 3rd, 1939. The last minutes of peace ticking away. Father and I were watching Mother digging an air raid shelter. She's a great little woman, said Father, and getting smaller all the time, I added. Two minutes later, a man called Neville Chamberlain, who did Prime Minister impressions, spoke on the wireless. He said, as from 11 o'clock, we are at war with Germany. I love the we part. War, said Mother. It must have been something we said, said Father. The people next door panicked, burnt their post office books, and took in the washing. 
So <laughs> this, well, you can't do that just to say the fact that the mom's digging the shelter and she's getting I smaller that, all the yeah. time. But that's, that's the, that's the running joke the whole way through, that his mom is doing all this heavy lifting and his dad is this freaking layabout. He said, it says, the first war summons arrives, the arms papers on, her majesty, on his majesty's service. And says, the king must think very highly of you, son. He's for asking you to join the war, he, she said, uh, dragging my father up the stairs for his annual bath. <laughs> And just lines like yeah. that the whole time. I love that time. character. I just love the idea of this like lady. So there we go. So we've taught oh, yeah. some peeps. I would say, to yeah. I would say, what's a bridge? Well, like, listen bridge. to Spike oh, well, this was, this is how I actually got into it. I mean, I'd listened to the goon shows for ages, but I didn't know that Spike had written Warmer. Here's memoirs. the sad thing. I've got the full goon show on cassette. But dude, that's what's beta. Beta? 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 I, I remember finding it online. It was a four gig download because they produced it. Oh, no, I'll give you the tapes if you can get no. a recorder. No, it's, I've, I've got a thing that converts audio tapes to MP3. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's the Spike Milligan's war memoirs. It was Adolf Hitler, my partner's downfall. Rommel, gunner who. Uh, Monty, his part in my victory. Mussolini, his part in my downfall. <laughs> Where have all the bullets gone? Goodbye, soldier. Which one would you recommend? Which is the first one? Read the first one. It's the, the one that's one. got, yeah, it's um, Adolf Hitler, my partner's downfall. Oh. It's got the most sort of whimsy to it because as the books advance it's the second world war oh, right. and some very dark shit happens in I mean in Mussolini is part of my downfall small books like this? oh yeah <laughs> I mean they average about a centimeter and a half and then they get thicker as he crams away because it was supposed to be a trilogy and he ended up writing like six or seven books oh, because there was just more and more material the and the <laughs> he used to write letters to, to people yeah, yeah, he'd say, oh, like, well, done. well done on your this. I really enjoyed it thing. And then he published the replies. Crazy letters. He'd write letters to the Queen. He'd write letters to you. If he saw you doing a show, you'd get a letter. Uh, handwriting, proper. Old right. school. In yeah. the post with a stamp. That's during strike there. season in Britain, when there was all these strikes going on, he wrote to the Times saying, I hereby declare that I am on strike from writing jokes. <laughs> and that, that comedians um, who bring so much joy... Perhaps if, you know, we step aside, people will realize just how dark the world is. And it, it's just, it was. I've been on strike for running jokes for 18 years now. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to bring, um, letter writing back, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hugely. Do you ever letters. read those, uh, what's his name? Ben Chavartso's letters. No. Oh, yeah. He encloses money in the envelope, then he sends a letter to the EFF, or he sends it to thing, and then he publishes what they say. So there, a lot of people say we cannot accept this 10 rand. And then send it back. Yeah. But his letters are just so filled with sarcasm and irony and weirdness. It was when okay, he was so he, he was applying to like I don't know Michael House or something for his son. <laughs> and he's like, here's ten bucks to sweeten the deal, sort of thing. And he's literally taking the so place. But this just goes back and forth. He doesn't stop writing. And it is, what have you got there, Richley? You seem I, to have quite a heavy book there. Oh, we got a second book. Let's just go to the oh, second sorry. book. While no, we'll, this, we'll come back to him. Yeah, we'll come back to this. <laughs> this is Ryan didn't bring any books. I got them in my he's head. I got them in my head. He doesn't read. I've read a lot of books. You can make the word read out of out of Eastern. My favorite book being the. The art of the <laughs> roots. The yeah. roots is one of my favorite books I've ever read uh, What's it by called? Alex Haley. Roots, the one Kunta Kinte. The one uh, that they made, they made it yes. into a series. Yeah, yes, so I yes. watched that when I was, I read that book when I was like 14 or 15. So that book was like. It's amazing. The books that you read in adolescence, like that's sort of mm. teenage years, they'll get you. Yeah, it opens your eyes a, a lot of things. Massive, and it's the person who suggests that book to you. Going, yeah. You'll like this. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what do you mean? And then they give it to you. So it's, a lot of kids it's Lord a very of the Rings, thing, but the it's like, but it's like, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like the size of the Bible, though. It took it's, roots. It's, yeah, when you mm. look at it, it looks. So my it's mom daunting. used to give me fifty cents a chapter because I, I didn't read. 
So oh, she'd wow. find a book for me. That you she would have a fortune if you read it. <laughs> exactly. But she would give me the book and say, now read this because this is a nice book. So I was, I was about 13 and it was um, Rage of Angels yes. by... But I read it and I got and, I, and every How night that? every night she would test e. me and then I got my fifty cents a chapter. That's dope. Dude, you would have made a fortune on if you just read War and Peace, <laughs> Crime and Punishment, Lord of the book, Rings. So, but the thing is you'd have to read those books. Yeah, yeah, so I read lots of books. So I have, in front of me I have an, the newest book I have which I bought like the other day, which is High South Africa's Cash and Transit Epidemic Uncovered. Okay. okay, I won't Annalise spoiler it for you. We're gonna, we're, know, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take pictures of these I, books yes, so we see them. Um, but I like this one. It's, called, it's convinced to me 90 seconds or less. It's a dating book. Um, yeah. Uh, it's basically... Well, the thing is, I find, this, I find this book handy because it tells you how to... When you meet somebody, how to react to them, how to... You can go into another country, into another city, okay. anywhere in the world, anywhere in. So it's for reading existence. body language and that sort of thing. Yeah, just how to how to reflect what 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 energy is given at you and how to 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 benefit from that. Oh, cool. So and did you uh, did you put that into the real world when you read it? Did you try the yeah. techniques I said? So and so cool. convince them in ninety seconds yeah. or less. Who like wrote I it? don't ever feel out of place anywhere in, anywhere ever. Like if I want to get something in, if I'm in Beirut, I'll get it because I know how to just. But it's also part of my personality, I guess. But this yeah. is helping because for performing, I find it helps because you want to be liked, right? In the first nine um, seconds, yeah. And this helps for you to read the, like, to, to basically telling how to read people, um, which is very helpful for comedy, for life, for anything. Huh. But I like it because. Can it, you notice a change in your stand up comedy after reading that book? Um, yeah, in my comedy, not specifically to comedy, but in general, I would say. Especially like, as a host. It makes, mm. yeah, it makes you wary of what people's faces are saying. Uh, because before I'd make the mistake of when you like if you're hosting a show and asking somebody a question and they give you a negative answer, yes. you keep plugging or you try and yes. break them, so to speak. Or you want them to be involved, but you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. There's a hundred people in this room. Then you, you just be like, "Yo, what's your name?" Then you say, oh. "My name is Dickface," and I just go, "Cool, Dickface." Yes. What? And yeah, I'm you, are, you, are, you, are and you wouldn't have done that had you not known yes. about that. Now I'm like, I, okay. had, I wish I had that book in Wellington at a golf day. <laughs> I went on at half past ten, and I said, "How's everyone? My name's Dave. Um, where, where, are you from Wellington? First table, Lacey saw Engelsman, Dunio Krapis, and in Fokov. Yeah, that's it. That was Charming. that was the answer I got as I walked on stage. I'm like, okay, that's an open invitation to carry with your life. Let's move on. <laughs> so I I put the mic back into the mic holder, and I, and I went back to my hotel. You right. left? Yeah, I left. I wish I, had, I wish I had read that book. No, but that, that's, that's, yeah, but well, they had made the mistake of paying me a week before. <laughs> but it's also, that table yeah. also. And putting me in a hotel. But yeah. that table also made I the mistake of stealing the energy from everybody else. That's, see, like, you're wary of all that shit now because it's like. I wonder, if, I kind of wonder what, what I would somebody, have done. I wish yeah. I had that book. If you walk into the room. Thrown no, it at him. <laughs> that's what I would I have done. I wish I had that book. Yeah. These were very large. Laced it, you claim. Your side lost. It's like when you go into, like, there's a bunch of guys and there's one guy being a dick towards you. When you leave, you're like, fuck those guys. You don't mm -hmm. say fuck that one fuck guy. That one guy. It's, true, yeah. it's everybody. It's like, yeah. when I got there, everybody, everybody was being a dick. But it's like, just one guy. Oh. And that's how it is in comedy oh. as well. Like, one guy, then everybody else <coughs> one would rather him leave. Him. Yeah. They would rather him leave and you continue performing. So your advice is to, is to ignore that table and move on. Find ignore some other the people. table. Like, oh. yeah. yeah. The last week at, 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 at the club in, at Goliath, there was like, the, literally the worst table ever. Um, there were, Belligerent, they were taking selfies during the acts. They were completely, completely so that's out a of control. generational thing. That's kind of they weren't even young. They were they were middle aged Jesus. white people. They were just like, they, and then there's afterwards there's a lady that was sitting at their table that came to apologize. Like I'm sorry for those people. They haven't been to comedy. I think they 
they were like they were talking at this volume in the front at each other, like at their normal speaking volume. So I don't like to chastise people. They grown as and you the host, were you? Yeah, kind of I was shit. hosting, but I mean they grown as adults. Yeah. And I think they, for some reason they 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 they, they keep quiet about I'm one because I'm I find people like Elias talk louder than at other clubs. It might, it might be the space. I think it's the space. The tables are far apart. Yes, it's, it's and the they, room. They feel that no one can see them. Yeah, friends of mine came to comment. I had to ask them to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, know, you know how many off. bloody times that happens yeah, because they're either buddies. fans or they're yeah. friends. So they, they think don't know how once they've behave. seen once they've seen mm. you. They, they, ah, we've seen Dave, we can talk now. I'm like, no, yeah. no you've got to have uh, time for No, shit brick, you can't. <laughs> on the finals of Kama, <laughs> on the finals of Kamikaze, I went on and I was explaining, okay, so this is, it is a competition, it's a live room, comedy can't work in a noisy thing, and this whole thing about just you keep talking to the audience. Yeah, yeah. I'm just briefing the just audience. Explain what Kamikaze is. Uh, Kamikaze is, uh, Parker's annual, um, open, uh, mic, open uh, mic competition, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've actually brought some of the notes I made from those okay. nights. Um, and just just explaining to the the room, look, these guys are in, these people are under enough pressure. There's 14 acts, yeah. and we've got to get through all of them. They've got five to seven minutes to dazzle you. So yeah, keep the volume to zero, please. And then the the whole time I was doing it, there's this table off to the off to the left of young maybe 20 somethings yeah. who are having a fat fucking chat. At which point I turned to them, and that entire monologue was aimed at you. <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with people? Fuck's sake. And you know what? They came to see their buddy do five minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, and that buddy did not get through. Exactly. But that table the other day, they didn't care because, like, basically every act had a t- t- trying to, like, shut them up, but they yeah. didn't want to keep quiet. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. like, nice. I eventually so lost I wonder if there, there's a massive man at the front door at Goliath. Like, he's a large person. That's what I didn't understand. They need to stop it. Like, yeah, the I'm reality. not saying that Goliath <laughs> specifically, but I guess it's, I mean, there were, like, a table of us, I would say, 20 people it's a massive table right yeah, from the massive. stage right to the like a massive table and both nights the first night there was a massive table in exactly the same place and there were a dope bunch yeah, of people they were yeah. all having yeah. fun they were chilling they were so doing does your, your book help you in those situations um, it helps you okay. it helps you let's go to your second book there I think I'm actually um, going to try to find the Arts of War The Arts of War who um, suggested that to you? Because that's quite a, a very regular, it's mm-hmm. on those book, the top 100 books you must read. Yes, yes. Because it helps you negotiate. So for me, you. my, actually my sister-in-law bought me a copy of it, like the concise version, the little, the smaller one. You just I remember from. those, yeah. yeah. Same as this. It's very yeah. small. It's so like a penguin baby. When I, was reading, yeah. when I was reading through it, so I was like, yeah. I like this, so I bought another one. <laughs> I like this and I like, um, Richard Branson's, um, what's his Screw it, let's do it. Screw it, yeah. let's do it. I've read it like, 20 times Every When time. I got into that book When so someone also read. suggested You'll like this book Then I'll read it mm. When they're on that, in that balloon And they're cruising across the, There's yeah. nothing That I almost felt the fear In the way he's talking about The it's diesel fumes real. Also that boat That he went across the yes. thing He's also catching out the side Yes You mm. thought You think these great heroes And then you see such oh, yeah. weakness And such yeah. You think shit This guy's yeah. For me that Bulletproof Yeah for me the not, thing He's that, a human That, that I found that, 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 that really stuck with me with from, from that Is when you as a kid Selling Tried to sell pump, whether it was a pumpkins or something, and he bought the seeds. His mother gave him like one dollar, then he bought like a bag of seeds for 60 cents, and then he planted them. Like, so when he, when this thing grows, he can sell each pumpkin for eight dollars each, whatever. So, like, so he had a business that like nine, eight, nine years old, and then the fowls ate the seeds, and then the business obviously finished. He lost, and there he learned about risk. (laughs) Just the other thing is, you don't know what you're going to do until you put yourself in situations. So, put yourself in more situations. Have you read The Arts of War? Uh -uh. 
So the art of war is literally written by um army generals and yeah. stuff. So it's literally the art of war per se, like not per se, like war, actual so going to war. Yeah, although the art of war is almost don't go to war. That's the whole message. It of tells it. you not to go to war, but yeah. if you have to hmm. confront y- your enemies, hmm. don't. So that war situation, let's talk about in a boardroom. Everybody's your enemy. We, we meet a lot of clients when we do these things. So they'll say, yeah. please come and meet us. We want to see. That's the art of war. Because the first thing they want for you is to be funny. Yeah. In a boardroom situation. Yes. I've seen it with John Christmas got up and said, guys, can we just talk about the lighting, the sound, and the thing, what this meeting's for? There's no need for us to be funny. And he gave the comedians like, and we felt much better. That, yeah. was, that was an odd of all thing. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he killed it straight away. He said, guys, we're not yet to be funny. Divide and conquer. Stop, stop <laughs> thinking the comedians are going to be funny in this boardroom. Mm. Yeah, because now you're in a bucket. What do you need backstage? I need a very good bucket. <laughs> yeah. That, exactly. that Richard Branson thing when he says, they started a nothing business. So he just said, what he found was these women had had sex unprotected. They were mm. pregnant. They didn't want to go to their parents. Didn't want to tell their didn't want to tell the boyfriend because yeah. it's the 1960s. Yeah. Jeez, so there's this free love and things. So he said, "Well, come sit on a beanbag. We've got some music playing." So then he said, "Where do you get this music from? What's this?" So now all of a sudden, he's he's all his businesses are starting right there. Yeah. He's getting a clinic where people can come and have safe abortions. He's got mm. music no one's ever heard. Then yeah. he's taking that artist and making him famous. Yeah, then yeah, he starts yeah. a music that's label. Mike Oldfield. Then he starts yeah, Mike Oldfield. Then he starts yeah. all these businesses out of just be, so. Uh, that's what I say to people: like, do do 20 things. Mm. Be there. Go to the audition. Oh, I don't want to go to casting today. Why not? You're not going to get the casting. But have you ever met people sitting in that row of castings? Oh, I've got engineer. a story about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they actually told me weird. to come to a casting now this morning and I also go. said no. Don't worry about the casting. The people you meet in that casting are sitting with you in the same boat as you. They're actors, comedians, yeah. directors, producers. There's such lack of people to talk to. Tell me about yeah, your casting story. Um, no, I, was, I went there with my buddy Robert. Do you remember Robert? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So he was, he was on the show before. And he so, was on the show for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but he was here the whole time. And so we were sitting, we, we were sitting in a casting. I got called in. He had already gone. And he was sitting there. When I came back out, he had this look on his face of, please, for the love of God, can we please go? Apparently, in the in the five or six minutes that I was in the casting, there was this dude who sat next to him that just started speaking about how he used to sell, how he used to run a video store, and under the table, he used to sell porn. But no, he's, and, and the he's weird, only handmade porn. No, but that's the thing. The weird shit under the that table. he had. I mean, this this dude was, was selling stuff that was il- is illegal anyway, <laughs> even before. Like, very dark. You know what I find? And all the places he used to hide that shit. And Rob's going, please stop talking to please me. Stop please stop talking. talking. But you know what? Yeah, maybe it's like, like being on a plane. It's also, a guy, mm. yeah, it's, it's also people that, like, like that, that, that example is, you, you, you meet these people that have done Maybe had a Ferrari and a mansion, and then they did this. And so, and then it comes to like an end. And that period directly after that is when they need to speak their way back to sanity. You know yeah, what I'm I, I get the feeling. That's what I find. Like everybody that tells you that thing always tells you a story about how. It great was. it was, yes. or shit it was, or whatever, mm-hmm. like how, how tumultuous it was it, for them. There's a lot of times it happens at castings because they do spread yeah. that net wide. Yeah. And you can see if someone's got time in the day. To sit there from say twelve till two, they're fucking mm. mad. They're not working. Mm. Yeah. So I understand comedians work at night, so we are available mm. during the day to do that. But the other people aren't working. But also we are limited dedicated two hours away to do a costume, bruh. Yeah. If I can't be in and out there in like ten minutes or fifteen minutes, then I leave. 
I can't wait for an Clearly hour. Clearly, Richelieu is earning good money. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll stay. No, his I wife. can't wait for an hour, but if they. Yo. <laughs> his wife's a chartered account. Oh. <laughs> I actually didn't know what your wife did for a living. That's cool. I don't have made that up, is she? But it started at. Uh, she actually is. Good guess. Dave, lotto uh, numbers, go. <laughs> you and um, Dusty. Dusty. Well. Yeah, no, actually, Dusty's wife used to work with my wife at SAB. Oh, oh man, oh, small world. I introduced so you. So I, I was there when Dusty met his wife. We was at Parker's, and then it was, and then we were all standing in the in the, in the thing, the bar, and she was drinking red wine, and he was drinking. I was like, why is this guy drinking red wine? Because oh, you know you're trying to impress a girl. Yeah. 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 I'm going. <laughs> I always, I mean, I'm sophisticated. Girl, I'm like, I start doing heroin. She's like, what are you doing? I'm just doing whatever you do. I like you. And it's. And then Dusty was like yes. A round of applause For the heroin edit <laughs> So yeah Dusty uh, Okay so those are your books Yeah so on a war, I, would, I would suggest You read The Arts of War Anybody? Can I have it Can you give it to me now You can take it and I'll swap books This is proper book club I'll swap my books with you Cool right, Let's see what you got there Dave. Right okay This is I suppose it was comedy related Yeah So this is um, I go to a bookshop Down the road from me And I give them my old books And then he'll give me yeah. mm. ten, gives me But one. I feel like I'm a bit of a hoarder I don't wanna and, uh, My friend said to me Keep your books Put them on the shelf And I'm the complete opposite Like I give them away mm. If I've read it You must read it now So uh, the I lend them out but uh, Yeah I, I also give them away <laughs> Under the guise of lending you're them not getting, <laughs> You're not getting it back <laughs> yeah, buy This is actually my, my third one of this I've, I've So this one is the adult joke book And it's, as you can see It's very thick That's what my, that's what my point buy me for, for But my I've got eight day. of these So I started wow. buying these In 1999 When okay. I kind of started Doing comedy And how much of that stuff Has ended up on stage? I've read all of them None of it And none of it has ended up on stage none But the, it. what it does is It keeps It's almost like a comedy gym Yeah okay. So they're, they're quite long jokes yeah. And they're very old school So yeah. there's a thing And a story And then Mary said And then the Pope said what, and then what, like what, Which one is this? What, how old is this? So this one like? is the adult only joke book for, for adults who can laugh at themselves Don't take life too seriously Hate being politically correct So and where was that published? Kind of 2002 2002 So okay. there are hectic there's, You wouldn't do these jokes now That's yeah. cool. Hey mom what's an orgasm? I don't know dear Ask her father Yeah oh. Hey mom old, old If joke. the stork brings babies Who fucks the stork? So that nice. what you say is, do they end up on stage? They're oh, on nights. I'm telling you now, they're nights when I look you. into the audience and I start doing some observational, and I realize these guys want crappies. They yeah, want jokes. That's it. And as Dude. soon as you do tell a joke and they laugh, then you're like, oh well, here we go. Because it's like, like yeah. um, you've obviously, had, yeah, I'm sure you've heard a story. That, like, like I always tell it that my dad used to buy me um, joke books when I was yes. a kid. Mm. We spoke about that in the car last time. The hundred thousand jokes for kids. Yeah. I, no, no, it's, it's not even for kids. <laughs> just, just a thousand bar. Did you realize like then the humor? There are those bar jokes But some of them are, are Very oh, old school Very yeah. old school like You have to them. understand Almost understand the war mm. Yeah 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 so there was, there was, I read these I used to have this Next to my bed And before I went to bed I used to read Like about 10 jokes But mine all got Taken by people Because the same thing They're like Oh then they start reading it And they come visits Whatever And then they just, and then they just leave with it Yeah No they, People tried that With my Garfield books That shit would never Yeah happened. Garfield Also I used no. to have I used to have um, Asterix and Oblix as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. facts of that. So those those books I kept. I wrestled those away from people. Asterix and Oblix. Asterix, the Garfield books, when Calvin I was a, and Hobbes. When I was a kid, my mom's boyfriend used to go to like rubbish dumps and make stuff. He was weird. But he came <laughs> back with a box. He was and this box was closed. So he said, yeah, this is for you. So I look at this box and it's been on a rubbish dump. So it's got sort of like mm, moisture. Pieces of banana. And I open it and there were... About, I'd say 150 mad magazines. Oh my Those word. Those were mine. That's what I was about to say. What? Bloody Philistine. Was it in mad. Rudaport? <laughs> but now think about it. So there's 150 mm. mad that's magazines. Some, that's I'm, to me as well. How old is I? I'm, I'm th- 12 or 13. Jeez, yeah. I've devoured that stuff, bro. That was me for too. me. Oh, so yeah. someone would say, like, I read this book. 
for me, those Mad Magazines were like, that started me going, I can see the joke. Sergio Arigoni, Spy vs. Spy, the little things in the spine, the little, uh, that phone bone with his feet. Yeah, and there's also oh, a little yeah. comic, there's and the little way that the iron, they do that, that life's like that, yeah, kind of seven like that, yeah. panel comics. Yeah. That for me, I would say, without him knowing it, the guy said, yeah, go become a comedian. He has a, yeah. Mad because Magazine wasn't allowed in this country. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had a suitcase literally filled with, with Mad Magazines as well. Did you and just carry it around with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it stayed in, on top of the wardrobe and then somebody, like the one day I was like, I need to get into this because I, I stopped reading them but I knew that they were always on yeah, top no. of the world like, yeah, then I got to high school I'm mm. like let me let me except Mad Magazine's pages usually weren't stuck well, somebody took them I don't know there was, there was none not, literally not one so there was a Mad yeah. Magazine there was also the, the offshoot that was called Cracked which yeah. never oh, quite yeah. made it Cracked other, became an internet thing Cracked because they I've, tried I've the same character one. so they yeah. offered E. Newman and they tried cracked with that other kid. But it was the yeah. same font as well. It was probably it was not, the yeah, guys who were involved in exactly. Mad who went off and did their own so thing. So that's my adult joke. But, uh, and I still, I still keep this next to the bed. Just give, in us terms a, of, give us another joke from Nick. Give us, they, a, they've got here the, give ha, us a nice one. How many people it takes to nice change one. a light bulb? Oh, yeah. So that's stuff there. Some people never seem motivated to participate but are content to watch others do everything. These layabouts are called spectators. So I don't know what that is. <laughs> spectators. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a derogatory term Potatoes. for Mexicans. That's right. So <laughs> no, there's, some, there's, stuff, there's Polish the jokes in here. There's is Polish it? jokes. There's racial jokes. There's, this, these oh, things dude. are not. Go on to Wikipedia. Oh, shit. That was a very racist joke oh, yeah. that I dropped. Dude, do, 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 go on to Wikipedia and look for um, list of racial slurs. Nah, I'm okay. And you'll have <laughs> this many. But that's the thing. It goes. What did you say? This bushy? Many, you told us bushy. This many about Germans. This many about Italians. And then. Black people, and it goes and goes <laughs> and goes. I'm going right. So any of you who need evidence, there yeah. you freaking go. Yeah. How many? I would white for, for white people because we were that's trying to think short, about that. That's on the, the shortest yeah. list. Um, let's see. For white people, it's uh, Whitey, the blue-eyed devil, Honky. Those are the three that I remember. I'd rather George not read that list because, I pr- like, if I am making these racist slurs by mistake, yeah, I'd, yeah, rather, I'd, stop I'd rather stay ignorant. There's a beautiful sketch from Saturday Night Live with Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase where it's, yeah, a, job it's a job interview. It's brilliant. And so Chevy Chase goes, well, it's, this is the final part of the job now. interview. <laughs> yeah. And says, and I'm going to throw out these words and he starts Free association. Going, yeah, free association. And it becomes racial slurs. <laughs> and it says, <laughs> says, what? It's a tar baby. I'm cracker. sorry. Cracker. It's a cracker. It's a spear chucker. Honky. Cracker ass. Cracker. Cracker ass. Then she goes, he drops nigger and he goes, dead honky. Yeah, I think that's 2018. Two fat blokes are sitting at the pub. One says to the other, you're around. The other bloke says, so are you, you fat bastard. These are jokes we've seen in the news. But you know what it is? It's like reading this doesn't. What gym? Does a comedian have? That is, but that's the gym of the mind. This isn't, this isn't what I'm going to do on stage. It's rhythm. rhythm. And also yeah. it's just to go and to see how times have changed. I've like, got one joke about Rabbi. Have you seen Cuck Funny? I've got also one called Cuck Funny. Oh, I've got that. Oh, one. One. Yeah, one. Yeah, I've I've got, I think There's a guy that's going to be on this podcast. He wrote, wrote a book called uh, Random Cuck. So he's a cartoonist mm-hmm. and he lived in South Africa in the 70s. So he's written this book called Random Cuck. He's got a Random Cuck 2 coming out. When you read it, you actually get quite nostalgic. Almost get a lump in your throat because it tells his story about growing up in the 70s. Oh, it's not a... It's not white, a white kid in the 70s during apartheid and he's got all these little... With the cartoons in it, mm. the movies that he watched, the first time he kissed a girl, the first time he went to the oh, party. Oh yeah, the Wonder Years. That's <laughs> brilliant. Full on Wonder Years. <laughs> it's Wonder Years for South African. No, no, remember the movie Wonder Years. <laughs> remember those days in apartheid. <laughs> yeah, the Wonder Years, bro. So Ex- Wonder Years. Speaking of Wonder Years, my second book. 
This is Jamie's 15 minute meals. Oh, okay. I'm not going to punt him because I don't dig the guy and I don't dig his TV show. But as a dad, there's no time to cook for your light. No, that's brilliant. Going, yeah. So he goes karate, whatever it is, judo. We're home by seven. He's going to be in bed by eight. So, so you Jamie Facebook it helps me. Delicious, it helps me just in terms of delicious, nutritious. Jamie's 15 minute meal, delicious, nutritious, super fast food. Ooh. But um, it's signed as by. A it's signed by Jamie. Oh, hey. that's so dope. And you wrote an it's essay. It's not really. It's signed by signed Dave. By my friend. <laughs> oh, okay. In all my books. In all my Name's also Jamie. In every book in my house, you'll see there's it a thing signed in the front. But no, autograph it. I just make up a story. Like, dear Dave, good luck for the future. <laughs> You're the best. But everyone in the arc is Will, uh, Will Comed or host at a book launch. Yes. So the yeah. one was the guy yeah. from the, the, who's the, the Tour de France cycling man that does all the voice. Phil Liggett. Uh, yeah. So Phil Liggett, he, sa- he says, are you doing the August? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it tomorrow. He says, so he wrote in there, so to Dave, the, the August is not a joke like you, Phil Liggett. So I've got Whoa. the book there. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, but so 15-minute meals, I would so suggest I did, to I dads, it. and if you got your light, he holds your light. He's turning two tomorrow on, It's not on that Sunday. you're going to make these amazing meals. They're just fast. But, and but I saw it like a bad <laughs> yes, and it's a leaf. Why is there a leaf in there? <laughs> oh, okay. That's Classic Dave. <laughs> You have to it's, have that it's seasoning. It's seasoning. Just take a photo. <laughs> yeah, just, just put that on there. It's quite a nice looking one. Is it? That's yeah, the man's there. Yeah, yeah, obviously, he was flattening it in the Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. I flattened some of my dacha leaves in your Dave, book. But once it is well, it improves the flavor. Or it makes you want to eat. But I, I suggest this for, for dads or just for single guys. Not, yeah. I'm not saying it impress your date or anything, but the fact that this, they do take less it, than 15 it's minutes. A, it's a utilitarian book. He got a lot of flack. Um, online, I read about that because people were, couldn't make the meals in 15 minutes. Okay, I, I'd agree with the thing, but read the, in the beginning, he says some of these ingredients you're not going to have. So That's before it, yeah. you make it, read it. Yes, because he's 15 minutes. Read it on the Monday. Yeah. On the table. Yeah. Read it on he the Monday. Plan it for the Thursday. Oh, so he pre-plans. He pre. I would, I'd, but I'm very really into that. If I cook, you'll see I have my bowls and all the stuff. That would, that's obviously I'm the way. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Jeez, it's great when that happens. You yeah. just literally just put yeah. it together. For me, it is the 15 minutes. You're making dishes. Yeah. 25 little bowls. What? A dish No, I do. I get the. I get the plaster. I mold the dish. I fire it in my kiln. Yeah. I glaze it nice. Then I have the one bowl Like on ghost Like on ghost 15 minute meals wheel, Four hours <laughs> And Patrick Swayze's behind and I get, And then I go to that shop With a video guy And I get my porn And you get the answer so, And you make yourself so a life So you have the book Of 15 minute meals And the book of Four hours of pottery <laughs> Yeah and what's the third book there you got another book on top there is a, there is a lacquer book that I have read recently which was Popular Mechanics is a magazine and yeah. they bring out a book every every mm-hmm. two years of, of the best of oh, and it's, wow. the book is called How to Make Anything okay and it's just and it's well written and it's funny but it is how mm-hmm. to make anything yeah it's the stupidest things you never thought someone has to make that yeah. Yeah. they'll have it in there oh so like, I actually saw that yeah, how, how to make, to make anything. anything so this one here is from the bookshop swappery so I'll, he'll yeah. say take any book you want so I normally do end up Choosing bi- autobiographies It's quite yeah. weird Those kind of interest me Because they don't read yeah. fiction That's why yeah. It's weird one, one I can't get into warning. The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings yeah, I'm not a big fiction I'll, I'll give you a word of warning now About reading bios Especially written Even by the comedians That they're about A lot of the time You will not like The person yeah. they are I well, found this, this with you, George Carlin you, you said You mentioned George Carlin yeah, was, I would pray him if I could Because that inspired me To become a comedian Dude I mean George Carlin He wrote a book With his brother As well Just to give it perspective And it's about his life. Hmm. Then his daughter wrote a book called The Carlin Home Companion, My Life with George. (laughs) And you compare the two books, and they're both, they don't lie, either of them, but holy God, George was a horrible human being. eh? Well, it's a thing of he focused so much on his career and being George that his 
home life suffered for it. I mean, at one point, his daughter's 11 years old, and his mom's a drunk. Her mom's a drunk, and George is a drug addict. He's on coke half the time, and, and so she's the in charge of, them, of the house. She, no, they were on holiday, and at one point, they got so out of hand. They're in Hawaii. They had knives at each other, and so she sat them down. This eleven-year-old girl and had to draw up a like UN peace treaty. She, Literally, it said, "You guys will behave for the rest of the holiday." That well, lasted for an hour, she, and then she the fight started the again. Of war. Yeah, <laughs> but that's you know that is the thing. Don't meet your heroes. Like we've got yeah. So now this book Don't is called. It's actually got to do with that. So this was mm. made into a movie. There's a guy called Toby Young who got a job in New York as Vanity Fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they made it into a movie using old what's his face, um, Simon Pegg. Grant. <laughs> Simon Pegg. <laughs> yeah. But the, when you start reading the book in terms of comedy, there's so many times when you get a big idea or invited to a big thing. Yeah. You're going to be on the Dan Nichols show. Now you're mm. on TV, you're on the thing. And there's, there's the, the one way to do the show, but there's a thousand ways to fuck it up. Yeah. So this is his big job was to go to. Just go to New York, become a Vanity Fair editor, not editor, like one of those contributors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. He, he features writes that, writer. Watch that page, oh, that, that fun page at the end of the thing. Oh, the, wow. The, 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 the journey to how he fucks this up mm. is so important, and it's very much the art of war, the 90, 90, mm. 90 seconds to impress someone. If he had read that before he went to New York, yeah. <laughs> but you get you cringe. This is real. It was made into a movie. So it's Jeff Bridges, Simon Pegg. And right, so, he, so he basically just did all, all the... So this guy, Toby Young, is called How to Lose Friends and Alien, Alienate People. So it's obviously a play on words with the um, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes. But yeah. when you read it, I've done the things in this book. Obviously, I, do, I don't remember because I'm not on, on, a, on a world stage like he was. He yeah. fucked up in front of a lot of yes, people. Yes. I've done these things. So I cringe when I read this yeah, book. Yeah, I've had nightmares of the interviews I fucked up in us yeah. trying to go to. I to still have the dreams of walking off to stage and, and I don't remember my comedy and people booing me. It's yes. a proper That's dream. A, that happens mm-hmm. all the time. It's when you, like, every, like every time when I you have. invited back to my school. How many times in your dream? Where you got to go talk to them. Yes. And you get there and the kids don't. That's dig weird. Because for my mm-hmm. one man, every night I've done, I've done two one mans, right? And every single night before I had a dream where they're introducing me and I'm standing backstage and I can hear the people clapping but I think and I have nothing to yeah, say I've got nothing and I, I walk no out car, there, standing there and I'm like no. I have, have you guys ever ridden a bicycle and they're like Boo! Like, no, but it's uh, the joke's funny, and then I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, how does this joke go? And then I wake mm. up sweating, bro. Because yeah. how does that fucking joke yeah. go? And their faces are all like <laughs> you can't actually see their faces. This is like a, it's faceless. A gray yeah. mess of faces. I'm naked every single <laughs> time. I think I've, I've only ever had maybe three dreams that were related Comedy. to stand up. Yeah, no, mine's a nightmare. Mine's probably once a week. Yeah, no, the, the, the dreams didn't go day, well. Before golf day, I'll have that dream. Because you wake uh, up, you always wake, wake up too early. And I'm like, fuck this, man, you got this. Don't have that dream. Yeah. yeah, but, but it, it feels real though, because like for me, it's like I'm looking at my notes so real, and I'm like, there's no notes here. Oh shit! I left my notes at home. Once <laughs> yeah. I just go to my notes, then one I get last into time. a taxi and, <laughs> I ca- and then I go, but it's not a taxi like a meter taxi. Mm. It's a it's a it's, it's a, a taxi. It's a fifteen. So then I go and then I get and then I'm late for the gig. Then they phone mm. me, say, where are you? I said, no, I just went to fetch my notes. I'll be there now. I said, no, the the gig's over. We we got to Victoria. And I'm like. This is worse than I thought. <laughs> so it's your nightmare and my dream. That's what's <laughs> I got a golf day. Yeah. Cool. No, but that dream, that Conception. Not so like, inception. Inception. So now, besides the dreams, uh, Ryan Holiday. Yes. A, a Boxburg resident. He watches uh, movies. I know that people aren't going to believe that you have read books. Because we've <laughs> seen the corrections I have to do on your memes. Yeah, I haven't written books. I've read them. <laughs> what have you got first? Okay, so I didn't bring books because they're e-books. Okay. But um so we were talking mm. about biographies and the book yeah. I want to talk about Bi- was biographies. Biographies? 
Bography. Bography is a story about the toilet. toilet. <laughs> yes. Bography. Where you poop. You, <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin other? Hart's first one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about Kevin Hart. I assumed he was an overnight success. I don't know why. Took him like 10, 15 years. And or to read that book was super inspiring because he got big opportunities like sitcoms. Mm. Cancelled. Then he was like, oh, okay, yeah. you know what? If I write it myself, it'll be amazing. I didn't have enough influence. Then gets it. Next one, pilot cancelled. Then goes Jesus. to tour. It was amazing. The ups and downs and mm. he stuck at it. And I mean, what's now the rest is. What's the book called? I can't remember the name of the sitcom. It's just, I can't make this stuff up or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the name yeah. of his one man as well. I can't yeah. make this you see, up. See, the things we won't remember those sitcoms because they're 50,000 channels over there. Yeah. And yeah, these guys, well, every failed. comedian in LA has got a script in his, in his pocket. Yeah. Mm. They may, might be waiting. But they're waiting, for, they're, and the directors are sitting there having lunch. And then directors say, have you got a script? And he said, yeah, I've got it. And they, that's how it worked. Yeah, because Jamie Foxx had a thing, Martin had a thing. Jamie um, Foxx, if you ever watched his interviews on, on that he's done with Joe Rogan or whatever, he, had a, he was at home and he thought, hang on a minute, something's wrong here. I've got the talent, I'll do the stuff. So he started doing little things. He built a studio in his home. Mm-hmm. So it was a sound studio and a film studio. And anyone who came to his parties had to do a performance. Mm. So now he's got you. He's got guys that are famous now. Yeah. He said, Jay-Z, you'd stand at, at, in the corner. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, it's good. Here I'm Jay-Z. Sound, I sound a little bit like... <laughs> Phil Neville. Aaron Neville. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a terrifying it. voice. But he had, he had these people there. And he said, if you come to my party, you do five, do whatever it is that you do. If you do comedy, do five minutes in my studio. With 12 or 16 people. Yeah. If you're a musician, I want to hear a song. Yeah. So he started doing that. So but that's, the, that's the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But this is now in the 80s. This is before you, Jamie Foxx was famous. Then that's when the things started coming, yeah. those things. But we wouldn't hear about. Yeah. So you, so you, Phil, what's, what's your guy's name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. So I don't, I don't love you his comedy. You dig him now because of that. Uh, I have way more respect for him now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, very Comedy is not the Overnight one, success yeah, takes not 15 my, years. But it's crazy when you see Kevin Hart in, like, say, an old scary movie, movies, those mm. spoof movies, and he plays some idiot character. Yeah. And now he's super bankable. Yeah. Um, it's insane, and it just goes to show you got to pay your dues. So we were expecting big things from you, Ryan Holiday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, another book was you guys were speaking about Richard. How do you Branson. read an ebook on, on Kindle? On my phone. Yeah, that's I actually can lie down and read. I have it. a Kindle though. Well, I have lots of books. Of I have a Kindle, and then it hurt my nose when I fell asleep. Yeah. It fell over. Fell on but you get a little, Aye. you get a little thing that like a device that makes it that props it up for props you. Props it. No, I just does that for porn. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Props yeah, so we're up, talking about Richard Branson, and you read the books, and it's like, oh, this guy's so perfect. Uh, you know, I know you, you spoke about his weakness, but they start businesses when they're young, and you're like, I'm not that. And then I read Steve, Steve Jobs' book, mm. and, I, and I liked that because he was incredibly flawed. I'm not saying it was cool the way he behaved in so many ways, but it shows that you can be this, like, monster Billionaire, not monster, it's put in words. But you can be the super successful visionary billionaire person and not have been started a business when you were like seven years old. Like yeah, you could just steal it from the also people. Did Steve, did. Also, did Steve Jobs. So we've got five minutes left. So you into ebooks. So you suggest people, do you read it on a, I just it, like it do you register lie, on Amazon or something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like it because you can lie in bed okay. and not have to deal with a, I prefer okay, the cool. feel of a real book, but right. it's easier. So do you, do you turn your phone portrait? You turn it landscape and then but scroll. But the, the, yeah. the, the, what irritates me is the, the scroll part because you have to keep scrolling. Yeah. No, you just tap the bottom right of the thing and it pages. It? Yeah, but it means up and but, down. No, it's but up and down. down. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, a, there's a music thing for chords which you would like that scrolls automatically. 
if you get the pro version. Just also, yeah, yeah, but the nice. phone, I think the new phones also. They, I think, they say, how fast do you read? Well, I read and then it starts scrolling for you. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, but <laughs> the, you, the new phones mm-hmm. actually can, they work with your, with your eyes, so you can yeah. scroll by, by mm-hmm. looking. Jesus. Um, but also the, the upside of an ebook is, uh, whenever you have five minutes, ten minutes here, you yeah. can just whip out your phone and read yeah. it. It's highly likely you're going to be carrying around. I mean, yeah. so it's the same as podcasts. You'll download books to read later. Yeah. And yeah. on that note, download the Just Now Comedy Podcast. Well, if they listen to it, tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. other people that aren't yeah. listening. Well, we're done. We're going to get the, the sex people in here. We like, we like to put Vaseline on the door and squash them in. Victoria, <laughs> um, thanks for coming. Dude, but we, we want to me. announce your podcast. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, started it on Halloween. It's called Urbane Myths. It's a chronicle of the strange and unexplained from across South, South Africa. Africa. Okay. Yeah, and you it's, it's by yourself? Or you have guests? Uh, d- no, it's usually by myself. I mean, I'll have the occasional guest. Then, as um, uh, the episode five that'll be coming out, in a, a, I think four weeks' time is. Um, how to make an urban myth and it's about a, a friend of mine who apparently has accidentally created two urban myths or two stories that became myth a uh, friend of mine who I found out had been part of a ghost hunting unit and then her work followed her home she had ghosts at home yeah for three weeks something oh, followed her home oh no I don't um, like these stories so yeah it's that it's I mean it's, it's actually funny enough it's a book that I've just bought it's a hardcover book it was made in 1975 which is uh, Myths and Legends of South Africa, and it takes okay, the major cool. tribes like of South Africa so and goes through Urbane Myths? Urbane Myths, yes. And it's hosted by? Vittorio Leonardi. And I'm playing the Godfather theme just for you. Oh, you see you're now. Italian. That's a beautiful thing. On the day of my daughter's My name's Dave Levinson. This is just a comedy podcast with who you? I'm Ryan Holiday. And you? I'm always the Shlubi. Okay, cool. And I'm Vittorio Leonardi. I'll see you guys tonight at Parker's. Thank you. Yay! This is CliffCentral.com.